Welcome to today's episode of Empowered, a perfectionist guide to imperfection, hosted by me, Miranda Lee. It's time to take back control of our lives, and it's time to write our own story. Remember, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. Let's dive in. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. So today, I have on Haley Miller, who is a mindset mentor and a podcaster, and she's all about teaching others how to shed their limiting beliefs to become their most authentic self. I love everything she stands for and all of her positivity. So let's get it started. All right. Hi, Haley. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. So introduce yourself. What do you do? Hi, Miranda. I'm so excited to be here. Um, Yeah. So like you said, uh, I am Haley Miller. I am a mindset coach. I'm a cat mom, a college student, and I just released my podcast today. So I am a new podcaster. And with all those things combined, my main mission is to help people shed their limiting beliefs and lean into their most authentic self. You know, I believe, especially for young people, we get so caught up in the noise on the outside and we don't really look in on what's inside and what's really important and how to come home to ourselves. And so that's where my mission comes in is to kind of really filter out the external noise and come home and be your authentic self. I love that. And I think like mindset is something that's so important and people don't understand the importance of mindset I know at least for myself that's kind of where my life started turning around is when I started listening to podcasts about how to change your mindset and I was just like wow so I'm the one in control this is pretty cool so what is what has been your journey with mindset have you always been this positive and had this great of a mindset oh my gosh so yes to always being a positive person but honestly, not in the most authentic way. And that's when I really leaned into what my mission is, because I really think my mindset journey began back in middle school. I mean, I was really involved in sports um, with my dance team. I was a leader of the team. I was involved in choir and all these external activities. And I always had this determined mindset that I was just like, go, 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 go. I wanted to be the best I could, not compared to everybody else, but I just wanted to be the best. That's what I wanted for myself. And I pushed through that mindset all through high school and partially through college until recently this year, I discovered that it's not always about go, 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 go. And I was really draining myself being in that mindset because I was trying to be this being that wanted to impress other people rather than impressing myself. Yes, I would do that, but it goes back to me looking more externally rather than internally. And finally this year, I hit the point where I could look in and say like, it's okay to not go, go, go. I need to take care of myself because that's not what I was doing. I was spending too much time focusing on what my parents wanted, what my teachers wanted, what my friends wanted. And as I took that step back away from go, 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 I realized there's so much importance into slowing down and taking care of myself and listening to my internal being because I often overlooked it and I didn't even realize it until, like you said, I began listening to these podcasts and personal development. And that's what really began to open my eyes to beginning a new mindset journey of 
okay, I really want to lean to what I really want and who I really want to be. And it has changed my whole perspective on life. And it seems like a whole bold statement, but it's so true. It's so true. And I feel so blessed to be, have been introduced to the way of this thinking because it's been an, an amazing journey that I continue, I plan to continue. Yeah, I think it's, it's kind of crazy that you say you've always been a positive person because pe- I think people think like to have like a good healthy mindset and to like pursue personal development, like you just have to be a positive person. And I know at least in my journey, I used to, I was never that positive of a person. I was, I was kind of, kind of negative, but then during my mindset journey, mindset journey, I became more positive, but then I discovered toxic positivity like being positive isn't isn't the answer so I I think it's so great hearing that in your journey you've always been positive but it doesn't mean that you've been your most true authentic self because it's true we try to please other people and that's just oh man that's just exhausting and like you said go 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 and how we just judge I feel like we just judge our success and like our worth based on our accomplishments. Absolutely. So you, I know earlier you talked about limiting beliefs. So for those who don't know, what are limiting beliefs? And like, what are some examples that most of us have that are limiting beliefs? Yeah, that's a great question. I think a lot of people don't really understand what limiting beliefs are. As I reached this point into my coaching, I would ask my clients these questions and they'd be like, okay, what is that? So I'm really happy you asked me that question. So limiting beliefs are a state of being or state of mind that you believe to be true about yourself that limit you in some way. So for example, being your internal voice saying, I am not good enough to be a chef. I am not skinny enough to wear this swimsuit. Um, I can't do this because I don't have enough money. And you know, all of these become barriers to really expand who we are. And we hear ourselves say that in our head and we believe it. And if we accept those limiting beliefs to be true, that's who we think we are. And that's where the importance of the language that, you're, that you tell yourself comes in. And it's super important, the self-talk that you have with yourself. I think that's, that's such, a, such a good point because I think our biggest battle is all internal like it's all in our brain like society and stuff like the ad has it has an impact but our biggest battle is definitely within ourselves so um what like what is the importance of self-talk and like what does that mean and how can we rewire our brain to have a more positive self-talk yeah so like i said the language that you have with yourself is everything so my mantra that I've gained from my mentor, Joe Dispenza, which people may or may not be familiar with, um, he really dives into quantum physics and really how our brain works in these kind of limiting belief ways. And so what happens is we have a thought and we think that thought and it becomes a feeling. Well, that feeling then becomes a mood and that mood becomes a personality. Well, we have 70,000 plus thoughts a day and they repeat themselves about 90% of the time. So if we don't tune into what our thoughts and our language is in our head, then we're gonna keep hearing, I'm not good enough for that swimsuit. I'm not good enough to be a chef. And it's just like a cycle and a cycle and a cycle. 
And so that's where the huge importance is to notice like, hey, I hear you back there. I hear you saying you're not good enough. I hear you say I'm not skinny enough to wear that swimsuit. I need you to take a seat because you know that that's not true. You know you are so capable of being a chef. If you want to be a chef, you're going to be a chef. If you want to be skinny enough to be in a swimsuit, you will do what you want to believe that. That's totally up to you. And when we implement the practice of noticing that, we can then be like, okay, take a seat. I'm going to start noticing these. And when you do start noticing, that's when you'll start to feel a transition. Um, and it even takes writing it out to believe. Sometimes I'll even write out my limiting beliefs that I have and cross it out and rewrite the exact opposite. I am not good enough to be a chef. Well, I'm going to write, I am good enough to be a chef and I'll cross out that first one. And it takes a lot of consistency and patience with yourself and some forgiveness as well. Yeah. Patience and forgiveness is so important. And that's like, like you said, what we tell ourselves is, is what we're going to believe because perception is reality. I, I grew up, my, my parents would always tell me that like perception is reality. And I was just like, stop saying that. Like, what does that mean? But it's so true. Like what, how we perceive something is exactly what our reality is going to be. And 99% of the time it's, it's all internal. It's all the things that we tell us because whatever we tell ourselves, it's true. Whether it's, I can be a chef or it can't be a chef. I am good enough or I'm not good enough. It's true because your, your brain is going to do, <laughs> it's going to believe whatever we, whatever we think. So that's so true for the importance of self-talk. And it's funny you bring up that example of like what we like think is what we believe and what we believe is what we do and, and all that stuff. Cause I remember I said that um, on my Instagram one time and I had some people coming at me saying like, you can't change who you are. And I was just like, but you can, they're like, you can't change your personality. And it's like, but you can like, yes, there's, we all are like individuals and unique and we all are who we are as ourselves, but like, we can change those things. Like we can rewire our brains. So I don't know what, what do you think about that? Cause I really think you can change who you are. Absolutely. Um, you know, I look at myself as a prime example. You know, I jumped into my entrepreneurship journey at the beginning of this year. And when I say I'm a completely different person, it's just an understatement. I mean, I would not be on this podcast with you if I hadn't really recognized those patterns that I was having in my head and really tuned in and was like, hey, that's not true. That's not who I am. That's not who I want to be. And if I wouldn't have done that, I'd be that same person sitting back, not pursuing her dreams, not stepping into her true desires and not changing. And that change is so possible. You know, I think it comes from our past as well as I think that's um, something that was really heavy in past generations is like, they say people never change. And it's like, well, yeah, they do. And yeah, you can. And there's so much proof, even going back to Joe Dispenza, he talks about this topic and how we can rewire our brains. And I mean, that's when our, we change our thoughts, our feelings change, our mood change, then our personality change. And then there's that whole shift in a person. So absolutely we can change. 
Absolutely. Amen to that. I love that. And even what you say, like how much that you've changed over this past year and like same with myself, I think if we can't look back, if we don't look back who we were like a year ago and like be a little bit embarrassed, like we didn't grow. Like you should always be wanting to grow and better yourself. And yeah, we should always be changing. We should always be changing to be better. But like you said, you've changed so much. And I think it's because you've gotten so so good with getting out of your comfort zone. And I think that's one of my biggest things is, you know, got to get out of your comfort zone, man, because greatness isn't found in your comfort zone. So I don't know. Why do you think this is so important? Oh, wow. Yeah. Comfort zone and seeking discomfort, getting out of your comfort zone is where it begins. And that goes back to really changing who you want to be, right? Who I was in my past and who I am now. Um, I wouldn't have been this person I am today without getting out of my comfort zone. You know, I like to picture a little circle around me and I think, okay, when I start to implement these beliefs, like we talked about, I am good enough. I am capable. I start to believe that. Well, when I start to take action on that, my circle expands and circle expands and that comfort zone gets bigger and bigger. And so no matter what we, even if you get so comfortable getting out of your comfort zone, there's still going to be something that gets you uncomfortable, but that circle will expand and that expands your growth. That expands who you are. And it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And you just find your absolute amazing capabilities you have that you never thought you had because that circle, you allowed that circle to expand. I totally agree. Like, it's just so important to get out of your comfort zone. And like you said, it, it just makes your comfort zone, like grow bigger and bigger, the more you get out of it. And I know for me, especially with my personality and my past and just who I am, like, I love my comfort zone. So what I've been doing is I'll do like little things that like, don't even really matter, but just to like purposefully get out of my comfort zone, even if it doesn't like affect anything in my life, but like I do it just to get comfortable with getting out of my comfort zone. Like, like I know I, I talk a lot in my podcast about how unhealthy my relationship with food would be and how like obsessive I was with counting every calorie and every macro. And I know like now I'll do things on purpose with my relationship with food to get out of my comfort zone where it can be something like, like going out to eat on a Monday or Tuesday, like, oh my gosh, that would, <laughs> that is like so out of my comfort zone. I'd be like, uh-uh, like it's not Friday, it's not Saturday. We're not doing that. Like we're not going out and getting that or, um, or like taking my rest day on a Monday. I like purposely do that sometimes just to get out of my comfort zone or even like that Instagram story that you commented on a couple of days ago of mine where it's like, I purposely stopped my treadmill at 55 minutes. I feel like a normal person would be like, uh, like who cares? But for me, like that's out of my comfort zone to not hit that one hour mark to say like, I went on the treadmill for an hour, like to stop it at 55 minutes was so out of my comfort zone. And it wasn't even 55 minutes. I stopped it at 56 minutes actually, because I feel like 55 would be even more comfortable because it was like a nice even number, but no, like I stopped it at 56 minutes. And just something like that is so like minuscule to other people. But I think 
purposefully doing small things to get out of your comfort zone can help you when you need to make those big, big decisions to get out of your comfort zone for actual like life changing stuff. Yeah. I'm so proud of you for doing that because that is a prime example of what we we're just talking about tuning into your thoughts, because like you said, you would originally want to push yourself to go to an hour because you want to be a certain way you need to do this. And it's like, well, you don't always have to push yourself that far and you tune into like, okay, I know that this is not a healthy thought that I'm having to push for an hour. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it off. And when you just internally tune into yourself like that, that's where the changes begin. And um, you aren't the same person as you were when you would push for that hour to like, I'm going to keep going on this treadmill. Well, then you cut it off at 55 because you noticed there's something different rewiring in your brain. And the consistency is where that pattern rewires and change begins to happen. Exactly. And it, it all goes back to self-talk too, like, and the all or nothing mindset to think that I'm still proud of myself and I'm still accomplished and I'm still worthy if I do 55 minutes instead of thinking like, oh, I'm a failure. I didn't hit that one hour mark. Like just having that mindset of I couldn't, I couldn't do that or I didn't do it. So I'm not successful. Like at the end of the day, like my body doesn't really care if we did 55 minutes or 60 minutes. Like, it's like, good job. Like you did something. It's not like, oh my gosh, you didn't hit that one hour mark. So everything that you just did was canceled out. Like when you don't work out with, you know, your Apple watch or your Fitbit and you're like, oh my gosh, those steps don't count. But it's like, they do. It's just all in your head. Hey you guys, quick break just to tell you what is going on. So on May 24th, I am offering an eight-week Feed Your Swole workshop. And it's all about healing your relationship with food, healing your relationship with yourself, along with teaching you guys all the tips and tricks and providing you with all the tools that you need to just live your healthiest life. And just knowing that it isn't someone else's healthiest life like fitness and nutrition isn't a one-size-fits-all it is different for every single person so it's going to be a great eight weeks together we get weekly zooms you get weekly worksheets with all this information unlimited guide to um you ha- you'll have different uh work workouts and re- healthy recipes and we'll be going over so many different stuff like gut health and supplements and what the different macronutrients are. Like I said, so much information. It's going to be an eight-week course. If you are interested, make sure to DM me and I'll give you more info about it, but it's going to be so fun. All right, let's get back to the episode. So I know that you talk um, a lot about um, living in alignment with yourself and coming home to yourself. I know what you mean because we've had very similar mentors in our life, but for those who don't know what that means, can you further explain that? So yeah, um, it means that all of the aspects that you have in your life um, allow you to function and feel well in what you're doing. So um, it means that you're staying aligned with your values. You are keeping your core values close and you aren't letting your external environment take advantage of that, whether that be people or even what you're doing, you know, um, our core values come from what we really believe. And a lot of people in external environments really like to interfere with that. And that's where boundaries really 
come in. Um, that's what helps us keep down in our alignment because we fall in and out all the time because those thoughts come in. Um, somebody says something, we get into our ego and our ego really likes to be kind of mean to us sometimes. And we're so worried about what's happening on the outside and rather than on the inside. And the inside is where the alignment is. What feels good, what helps you function well is the alignment. That's how you know that you're in an alignment. I like that you say that because, oh, where'd it go? This book, this book that I read is called U-Turn by Ashley Stahl. And it's all about like designing your dream career. Mm -hmm. And uh, you talk about, you know, your core values and your core beliefs. And um, I think that that has everything to do with living in alignment with yourself. Like um, some, she had like this whole, um, like whole list of different like core values and, and core beliefs that we have. And I know one of the core values that I value a lot is freedom. And I feel like when I was working like for the government and I was having like these like the typical nine to five jobs, like I didn't have the freedom that I wanted. And I think that's one of the, one of the biggest reasons why I decided to, you know, take the entrepreneurial route and to start my own, my own business, because like, I value that freedom. And I think that by working the typical nine to five Monday through Friday, like I wasn't living in alignment with myself. Like I enjoy my freedom. And I think something that made me realize that was just thinking back to like the job that I had when I was like 16, 17, I worked at a lifeguard and it was part-time and um, I've never found a job like this um, after the fact. I actually thought that most jobs were like this, where if you work part-time, you could just be like, yo, you want to switch shifts with me? And people would like switch shifts and people wanted more hours and you would just be able to basically kind of make your own schedule. Like, Hey, can you cover me? And when I started working um, for the government. And even though it was part-time, it wasn't a thing like to switch shifts. And I'd be like, dang, where did all my freedom go? I didn't realize what I had until it was gone. And yeah, I just wasn't living in alignment with myself. And even something just as simple as that, like valuing freedom in the workplace. Um, it, it just wasn't the life that I wanted to live. Right. And, you know, it's so difficult to discover those values. I think a lot of times um, we have our basic like core values, but sometimes they change as we get older because we start to realize more and understand our relationships, our external world. And so when we go into something, like you said, the lifeguard and we, you recognize from that trigger or that feeling of like resistance, like I don't like that. I don't like that. I can't switch shifts. I don't like that. I do that. And that's when you recognize, huh, that's um, freedom is now, I now understand it's one of my core values. And I think um, that'll be really helpful for people. So if you feel like you're not sure what your core values are, just kind of listen, listen to what your body's doing throughout the day. Listen to kind of what maybe makes you feel off, maybe triggers you what feels really good too. That's also super important. Um, and when you kind of recognize that you can then define your values and explore your options that will allow you to stay aligned with your core values. And a lot of times, like you said, the nine to five job, we get so caught up in what society wants us to do, like getting a job, um, making the right pay, getting the benefits, all of those good things. And 
you know, not everybody's aligned with that. And unfortunately, that's the path that we're kind of told to follow. And so people just kind of put up with it. And they're like, oh, well, this is just the way it is. Well, we take a step back. It doesn't have to be that way. And you can then explore your options. And there's people out there like myself and you that are there to help and help you seek like what are there are other options that will allow me to stay aligned with my core values because then that's when you feel best you have your core values you stick with those you are gonna feel amazing so then what is your professional opinion and advice when it comes to recognizing this is me getting out of my comfort zone or this is me not being in alignment with myself. Cause I feel like there's kind of this gray area. I like, I, I know that some, that's something I struggled with. Like, am I just comfortable or am I, or is this like a core value that I want to stick with? So what I think when it comes to the comfort zone, um, you know, whenever you are about to step out of that comfort zone, you think about that thing that you're about to do that's really scary. Is this thing that I'm about to do gonna help me get to stay aligned with my core value? My core value is freedom. I feel resistant to get into a new job that allows me to have freedom because, well, I've been told my whole life that I need to stick with a nine to five. So of course you're gonna feel that resistance and that's out of your comfort zone because that's all you've been taught. But when you step out of that nine to five and you know that there's other options, that's getting out of your comfort zone. That's where the expansion and the growth is. And that's where you'll find, okay, that's my core. That takes me in my core value. Does that answer your question a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It totally does. I, I love thinking about it like that because I think that is a struggle that some people have and, um, like you said, it has a lot to do with resistance. Let's talk about resistance because I feel like some people, some people have trouble with the resistance and they don't understand that they need to push, push past it. And that resistance is normal. So like, what is your definition of, of resistance? I think the resistance that comes from what we believe to be true, that actually isn't true. I think really the resistance comes from our living beliefs that we have for ourselves. You know, it's, oh, I, I can't, I couldn't go out and get an entrepreneurship job. I couldn't go out and be a coach. I want to, I need to stick with my nine to five. And so you feel, you hit this wall over and over and over again. Cause you're like, I just, you just hear this. I can't, I can't, I can't. And that's your resistance telling you that you can't. And it's like, well, there's amazing people out here in this world, like yourself, Miranda, and our amazing mentors that are thriving in what they're doing because they got past that resistance. They didn't listen to that voice of, I can't. They rewired their brain saying, I can. And then you can climb over that wall of resistance and move forward towards your core value, feeling in alignment and being yourself. And it's so hard. I mean, there's so, it's not an easy task not an easy task. And there's so many different directions to go to get past that resistance, but it's just what works best for you. And there's different podcasts. There's coaches like us um, with different specific components, of course, um, for specific categories of things. But um, 
it's not an easy task and you have to be willing to lean into that resistance. If you're not willing to lean in, you can't expect change. You can't expect to be in alignment because you have to continue breaking through those limiting beliefs, which is your resistance. Exactly. And like, I think we have to understand like the resistance is there for a reason. Like the resistance is there to filter out those who, who aren't willing to put in the work. Like there's going to be resistance in whatever path that you take. Mm -hmm. And if you keep like avoiding the resistance and thinking maybe you have to take a different path, like you're going to run into resistance anyway. Like resistance is going to be there no matter what. Um, So when it comes to, you know, resistance and pushing through to be like your most authentic self, like what are your tips to become your most authentic self? Uh, I love that question. Um, Yeah, so I do have a couple tips for you. So one being get to know yourself. I've said it a lot of times throughout this podcast today that um, we pay more attention externally rather than internally. And we need to bring that attention back in. We can't put all of our energy out because that's not going to give us our answers. Our answers are in here, in our heart. And so my tip is to listen and pay attention to how you want to react, how you feel, what makes you feel good, what doesn't, what people resonate with with you. And that's my second tip, um, surrounding yourself with people that are like-minded and that are aligned with your values as well. you know, sometimes things happen and friends drop, friends leave, especially when you do get in this shift. I've had that experience through this journey, but you come to realize who, who is there. And we all, everybody wants true friends. Everybody wants authentic friends. Nobody wants pretend friends. And you want to not feel like you have to put a filter around certain people. There's no reason for that. And that also leads to my third point is setting boundaries, setting boundaries for yourself, because nobody's going to stand up for you besides you, not in the way that you can. And you can promise yourself by setting these boundaries that I'm here to protect me, no matter what's going on externally. Because when you say no to somebody, you are actually saying yes to yourself. And that's what we need. That's what we need. And these boundaries are so important. And I cannot say that they are easy to set. But once again, you break through that resistance and you understand how you realize how valuable you are and how valuable those boundaries are to set, um, you're in for a new awakening of who you are by setting those. Oh my gosh. Boundaries are, like you said, they're difficult. They are so hard, but I've, I've come to, to really appreciate them. And I think that was one of my hardest things um, through this past year is learning to set boundaries. And I'm still learning how to set boundaries mm-hmm. and even like setting boundaries, like, like for myself. And um, like you said, like people, like when you set boundaries, you're not saying, you're not just saying no to other people. Like you're saying yes to yourself. And I think that is so important. And a lot of the times I think that we think setting boundaries is going to like upset people, but I think it does. It's not always, it's not always the case. Like it's 
saying no to something, I don't think it's going to be a big deal. I don't think mm-hmm. pe- people really, like if you say, like, for example, like I don't, I've told you this, like, I don't see clients on the weekend. I only see my clients Monday through Friday. And that's a boundary that I've set. And that's, that's healthier for me. And I'm able to give my clients the best of me when I have that Saturday, Sunday with no clients. But I feel like the old me would be like, whenever you're available, you know, like, oh, you can only do Sundays. And, and no, if these people really want to be in your life and want what you have to offer, like they will make it work. You know, that means, that means getting up a little earlier to be able to talk to you or, you know, staying a little later or fitting time in their lunch break. Like they, like boundaries will have you respect yourself, but then have others respect yourself too. Absolutely. You know, cause at the end of the day, we can't control, we can't control what, how other people behave, how other people react, but we can choose how we respond. And, you know, again, we can't control their behavior, but we can kind of shut it down. So we don't allow them to cross our personal property line. You know, people sometimes say things and you don't like it. And if you allow them to continue speaking to you in a certain way, or you say yes, when you want to say no, they are going to continue walking right all over you. Cause they, they know, they, they know that you are okay with it. And by you putting that little circle around yourself and being like, Hey, um, you know, I don't appreciate you saying that, or, um, uh, sorry, I can't, I have plans. And if they don't appreciate that, that's okay. I think it's all about accepting because they don't understand what's happening in your life and how you feel. And that's absolutely okay because we can't expect people to know what's going on in here in us. And um, yeah, I mean, boundaries have ultimately changed my life to say the least. And the importance of them is an understatement. And unfortunately, it's not recognized as su- super important because people look at it as something selfish and, oh, it's, they don't want to be with their friends. And it's like, no, that's, that's not it. It's just, I need to protect myself because it's not really okay for somebody to walk all over. You just let somebody treat you like shit for a lack of better word. You allowed them to do that. And that is so draining and if you allow that to happen, you are going to get out of alignment. You aren't going to be your authentic self. You're going to continue showing up saying yes when you actually want to say no. Well, that's not being you. That's not being honest. So boundaries are everything, really. Yeah, and I think that um, when we don't set boundaries, I think it kind of causes us to resent the other people, even though it's not even their fault. Like they're going to take what you give. And if you keep giving more and more, they're obviously going to take more and more. And Mm -hmm. that's something I've noticed with some like past friendships. It's like you end up kind of resenting them for, for what they do, but it's like, you never set the boundaries in the first place. Like you can't be mad at that person. If you never set, if you never set those boundaries, like they're going to, take what you give and if Mm -hmm. you just keep saying yes they're gonna expect more exactly so what do you think about um setting boundaries with like the people closest to you like family and friends i know 
I feel like that can be hard because we especially want to, you know, please the ones who mean the most to us. Oh, yes. I've recently stepped into this myself, and I will tell you that's been one of the most difficult boundaries to set. And in those kind of moments, I had to work with a life coach to help me prepare for something like that because I was getting really emotional. I felt really triggered, and I knew that certain things would come up in the conversation that would want to shut me down. And Um, would make me close and I would have a really difficult time standing up for myself. And so working with that life coach, I developed how I'm going to go about this conversation and what I need to say in order to really make this boundary known for this family member. And when I say breakthrough by setting that boundary, understatement, understatement, because as a 23-year-old, which is young, I uh, was like, I didn't think I was capable of doing that. I was so, I was so scared to do it. But the feeling I had afterwards was amazing because I am not allowing my family, even my closest family members, um, to walk all over me. And, you know, I've had family members that don't understand. When I went and set that boundary, you know, she didn't understand and that's okay. And, but you just made one step to creating a better relationship because if you were to hold back from setting that boundary, you're again, allowing somebody to walk all over you again. And yes, it's difficult, but major breakthrough um, cause you are standing up for yourself, no matter if it's a parent, a grandparent, anybody that you would have considered an authority, especially once you become an adult, they're not your authority anymore. No matter what they're giving to you, whether that's money, paying for your house, um, paying for school, doesn't matter. They're giving that to you because they want to, you don't owe them anything to continue saying yes, doing things you don't want to with them. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Wow, that's a that's a really good point. I never, I never really thought about it like that. Like, because I feel like a lot of people, especially, um, like parents, so they'll give you something and you feel like like you owe them something back. But that's that's not the type of relationship you should have when people give you something. They should be giving it to you because they want to give it, not because they're expecting something in return. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Yeah. And I think that's something we all need. We all need to just be more conscious of, because I, like you said, like we're, we're trained a certain way in our head to think that certain things are acceptable and it's not. And and like you said, it's just taking small steps. Like you don't have to just like wake up one morning and be like, I'm this completely different person. No way. (laughs) I just had to make those little stems. Like, Like you making that one step with a family member, like that was a step to creating your own boundaries. And like, that's a whole new up level for yourself because you realize that, wow, I do actually care about myself. I do want to make sure that nobody's walk all, walking all over me, no matter how close that person is. Cause you know, you want to have a great relationship. And so you automatically think, okay, okay. I'm just going to say yes. Cause it'll make them happy, but it doesn't make me happy. And boy, is that being mean to yourself doing that over and over and over again? 
that's, I mean, we're, we have ourselves at the end of the day. And if everybody were else, everybody else were to disappear, you have yourself. And that's who you need to be taken care of the most. And that's where the boundaries come in. And that's where looking internally comes in. Um, and recognizing your limiting beliefs and the thoughts that you're having, because a lot of that comes from our past and oftentimes it does come from family. And so that's where it gets so difficult to set these boundaries. But when you begin, like you said, taking those small steps, um, even beginning to think how the conversation's gonna go in a, a setting a boundary or um, writing down your limiting beliefs, crossing them out and writing something new of who you want to be, who you desire to be, um, these small steps will begin that shift. And I think people look at the big picture and are like, oh, look, look at them. They've got it. They did it. They're, they're already there. It's like, well, the in-between here is it's actually takes a lot of small steps to get there and it takes a lot of patience. Um, and you, you cannot rush those things. We can't rush them. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's, so many components that help you come home to yourself. And those, I think the three that I mentioned earlier are so big, getting to know yourself, uh, setting boundaries and surrounding yourself with like-minded people. That's it. So true. And it's just, it's just so crazy how everything just really intertwines with each other. Like how we're talking about this, like getting out of your comfort zone and setting boundaries and, you know, your own journey with your mindset and living with alignment and coming home to yourself. Like they all, they're all working for the same thing. And it's just being your most true authentic self. Exactly. And it all, it all starts with, with those small steps that we need to make. And those big, or I'm sorry, those small steps turn into um, big steps because you start to have continue to have these breakthroughs. And once you, even once you up level, you have that one breakthrough that you're thinking about. Well, when you get that next up level of finding your authentic self, you're going to find more things that kind of get in your way. But as you continue to do it more and more through these small steps, the better and uh, more confident you'll feel to do it. And exactly. Oh, it's, oh, it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling when you continue to get out of your comfort zone and do these breakthroughs. Cause again, it goes back to your capabilities are endless, so endless. And if there's one thing that I want your people to get from me today, from your podcast is you are so freaking capable of, of anything that your heart desires and all the things that we talk about today or that we did talk about today are ways to get to that place, get to the place of who you want to be and getting to where you absolutely believe you are capable. And like you said, we are, we are the only person that we end up with, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's just like me and myself. So why not put that person first? If I am going to be with myself a hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. So um, for those who aren't following you, where can, where can they get in contact with you? What is the name of your podcast? Give it to me. Yes. So I'm mostly on Instagram. You can find me at your.girl.haley. 
And my podcast is called Living in Your Vision. Um, you can find it on Spotify, Anchor, soon to be on Apple Podcast. Um, it was launched today. I have my trailer out and I'll be doing episodes every Thursday. So you can tune into those and just check out and see what I'm up to. It's always changing. It's always evolving. This entrepreneurship is a journey and I'm obsessed with it. And I'm obsessed with continuing to up-level and personal development. And you'll find a lot of that in both my Instagram and my podcast. Awesome. I absolutely love it. I will put your info in the show notes so our followers can go to it and find it. Um, I absolutely love following your Instagram. Your reels are, are so great and so funny and just so informative. Thank you. Um, so just thank you so much for, for talking to me and just giving me all this good stuff. And I cannot wait for all our listeners to learn how to be their most authentic self and set boundaries. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This has been so fun. I love it. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast with Haley. Make sure to follow her on Instagram at your.girl.haley, H-A-L-E-Y, and listen to her podcast too. It's called Living in Your Vision. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will see you on Thursday.